You're listening to the Play Big Brown Bowl podcast, episode 20. Welcome to the Play Big Brand Bowl podcast. Each week we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing to help you get confident, clear and capable to build your business, brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm Suzanne Chadwick, your host. It's always lovely to be here. It is super, super cold here in Melbourne and all of the leaves are brown, orange and red. So it is beautiful, even though it is super, super cold. But saying that, always nice to get cozy up in the house when it is cold and be able to sit here and record a podcast episode for you. So today we are talking all about how you can get more strategic with your content. It's a conversation I've been having with a lot of people lately, just not really knowing or they're not really knowing where to post what and how to use different platforms. Now, I think that this conversation has been talked about more lately because IGTV just launched about a week ago. So if you don't know IGTV, we're talking about Instagram, television, basically long form video from anything from 15 seconds through to 10 minutes. And somebody was saying to me, Suze, I don't understand how you would use it. So we've got Instagram images, we've got Insta stories, we've got IGTV, I've got Facebook pages, Facebook groups, Facebook live, YouTube. Obviously the platforms are endless, but When I think about content and let's just, you know, dumb it down for a minute and let's make it really simple. I think about platforms like rooms in my home. What I do in my office, I don't do in my lounge. What I do in my kitchen, I don't do in my bathroom. So just really thinking about what those different platforms are for, who's there and what kind of content is gonna work for that platform, I think is the first place to sort of start. And when you're really looking to think about what content you're gonna be sharing, just because you've got all the platforms doesn't mean you have to use all the platforms. I was using Twitter a very long time ago. I'm not using Twitter as much these days, although I do have other business colleagues who still love it and say that they have some really great conversations and connections when it comes to Twitter. So before we dive in, obviously I wanna say thanks for being here. Once again, thank you to those who send me lovely messages about the different episodes and how it's helped you. I really do appreciate it. And I think it's so lovely that you take the time to do that. Another reminder that Play Big Brand Bold, the online course is coming up. We start our live coaching round on the 6th of August. So if you're really wanting to build your confidence when it comes to branding and marketing yourself and your business, getting your business into a place where you've got a serious plan, you've got great systems and you're creating amazing experiences and your business is starting to thrive, then this is the course for you and I can't wait to work through it with you. And obviously you'll have the community, you'll have weekly coaching uh, and we'll really be there to support you all the way. So you can head to playbigbrandbowl.com to find out all the details and join the wait list. Uh, there's going to be some free training coming out. So now's the time to jump on board and you can absolutely access all of that as and when it goes live, even before the course starts. So let's dive into this week's topic about creating strategic content. 
So let's start with what is it? Now, I never assume knowledge. So what is a strategic content plan? For me, it's having a really clear understanding of which platforms are right for you, where your audience is and what content you need or want to share with them on those platforms. So you've thought about it and you have a plan. You're not just randomly trying to work things out as you go. Now, saying that when you start out in business, then that's where most of us start. But you don't have to. Hopefully there is enough information out there now that you can actually nail this a lot sooner than most of us who started a few years ago were able to. So really knowing your audience, knowing which platforms to use and then building content with an end goal in mind is where having a strategic content plan really comes into play. So you might be developing content to build your brand, which is really giving, 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 you're sharing, you're teaching, you're providing great value. Maybe some of your content is about selling a specific product or service. Some of your content is about connecting and sharing things about you. So as they say, you're either educating, entertaining, informing, or engaging. So think about what you want to do and when you want to do it and on which platform. So I'm going to share 10 quick tips with you around what I think you need to think about when it comes to developing a strategic content plan for yourself. So tip number one is to be really clear on what you want to communicate and who you're communicating Tip two is to plan ahead so that you can create some consistency. So this could be batching blog posts or videos so that you have something weekly that goes out to your subscribers or on your socials. So for example, this podcast is my content that I do as close to weekly as possible. And I really think consistency is what builds trust. You know, it's when you do what you say you're going to do and then you actually show up. It's when people know that they're going to get something from you. I always talk about there's a particular entrepreneur who sends out her vlog on a Thursday morning. Usually I grab my cup or I open her email and I watch that vlog. I know that it's coming. If it's on a Wednesday or Thursday, it's fine, but usually it's a Thursday morning. So that allows me to build a relationship with her through her content. I've bought her main program before, but I'm still engaging in her content and I'm still talking about her, what she does, referring her to people I know because she's still front and center when it comes to her brand and her engaging with me on a weekly basis. Tip number three is when it comes to creating a strategic content plan, really take a look at where your audience is because there is no point in being on platforms if that's not where your audience is going to be. So for example, if you're really wanting to hit up a lot of corporate organizations, then obviously LinkedIn is a place for you. So just make sure that you really understand where you want to be and where your audience are and where they want to engage with you. Because remember, it is about them. It's not just about you. So my audience from my insights in Facebook and Insta are 28 to 45 years of age. And I know that most of them are either on Facebook or Insta when it comes to branding and building a business, because the majority of my clients are small businesses. Now I do do corporate work as well. And when I do do corporate uh, workshops or training, then I post that on LinkedIn. And if I want to talk about employer branding or leadership or speaking, then I'll post that content on my LinkedIn blog as well. 
the main point around tip three is that you don't want to be creating content consistently to an empty room. So just make sure your audience is where you are sharing your content. Tip number four is if you really enjoy a platform, then think about the different ways you can use it because majority of these platforms have multiple ways that you can be using it. So I wanted to use Instagram as an, as an example because I've been getting a lot of questions on the new IGTV platform. Now, I am not a social media expert but that's not where I play. I'm all about branding and marketing. And obviously social is one of the channels that we can use, but I work with a lot of clients on video, which IGTV is. So I've been doing some conscious analysis of how I use the platform and what I've been looking for and how I engage, which has been super interesting. So I've been looking at, you know, how am I engaging with the images in the main feed? How am I engaging with stories? How am I now engaging with IGTV? So I wanted to break it down for you. And I'd be really interested to know how you engage with these different platforms. And if you're really conscious about how you're either consuming or connecting and engaging with different people in these different areas. So for example, you have the main platform of images. So usually pretty pictures where you talk about what you're doing, where you are, observations and tips and you're starting the conversation. I actually see images as more of a passive scroll when I think about my behavior when I'm in that part of Instagram. So I might be sitting on the couch, scrolling through the feed, reading some, not reading others. Uh, it's a very visual. If the image catches me and I know the person, I'll probably read the caption. But I find that I shop more through images, uh, whether it's a specific brand or influencer when it comes to the main feed. I love to look at travel pictures, uh, those sorts of things. Now, when it comes to IG stories, then it's a more active and deliberate approach that I've found myself in. I will scroll through the top where the circles are and I will think about the people that are there. Have I enjoyed their content before? Has it been fun? Has it been engaging? Uh, has there been variety? And so do I want to engage more with it? So I'm really almost drawing on past experience of their content as to whether I'm now watching their content in the future. So I do think that it's worth thinking about how you change up your content and you build a bit of variety in it as well. So if the content is always the same, then I'm not going to go and tune in probably unless it's something that is really interesting and I love the topic. So I want to see fun behind the scenes, what's happening, work and play. I don't just want all business in my IG stories. I find IG stories is great for getting to know somebody and setting you know, and seeing if you vibe with their personality. I think that's what I really enjoy. And I love the variety of it. Now, IGTV. So I was sitting the other day and wading through IGTV content. Uh, it's a longer form for those of you who haven't used it. So it's 15 seconds to 10 minutes. And I was thinking about what do I want to see on this particular platform? So I think I do use it a bit more like YouTube. I watched some cool extreme sports videos. I watched a workout video. I watched a girl in London who took me into a Harry Potter exhibition of the company or the people who did all the graphic design for the movie, which was super interesting. And I loved it because I'm a Harry Potter fan. I'm a London fan fan and I'm a graphic design fan. And so she talked about where she was and then she showed different 
elements of the exhibition. So she had obviously videoed at different points and then put it all together. And I think that's what I really love about it is that I was seeing a story. And when I say a story, I mean something that has a beginning, a middle and an end. She's setting the scene, she's showing me around and she's telling me what she thinks about it. So I wanted to see what was happening. So when it comes to IGTV, I think I'll be looking at how I take people along on more of a journey. I'll be using it for some of my new vlogs as well in the future, which I've already started to think about. Uh, that I've got coming up as well as really looking at what I want my channel to be. So for me, I think it's a really amazing brand building opportunity. Remember, TV is more for entertaining. And I think it's important to think about how you use it differently uh, to the other two sections of Instagram, because if it's all the same, then I think you're missing an opportunity. But I'll also be looking uh, at how I can repurpose content that I have maybe in stories or videos that I've shot in the past to tell different stories as well. But, you know, who knows where it's going to go. But I do think it's interesting and I have been watching more longer form video on it and I've discovered a lot of new people. So I think that if you can be interesting with your IGTV, I think you could attract a new audience as well. So have a think about that because it is very different to the main image uh, page, which is very hashtag driven. Uh, and obviously you're looking at content from people that you know. So tip number five is when you're creating content, then understand where people are in their buying and knowing you cycle. So let me explain. So some people don't know that they have a problem that you solve. Yeah. They know that something's wrong. They know that something feels hard but they're unaware of their problem. So if you're talking about the solution to a problem and somebody doesn't understand the problem, then you've missed an opportunity to engage them. Next, you have people who are aware of their problem, but they don't know the solution. So I know that I'm struggling with marketing, but I don't know what the solution is to that. Okay. Then you have people who are aware of their problem and they know that there's a solution. So I'm struggling with my marketing. I know that there are marketing courses, but I don't know who to go to. Yeah. And then you have people who know that their marketing is an issue. They know what course they want to dive into. Uh, and they know that you can solve their problems. So they know that Play Big Brand Bold is the right place for them to go if they want to build their brand and their marketing strategy. Okay. So when you are speaking to different people, which you are on different platforms, they've got different levels of knowledge. They've got different levels of knowledge about themselves and they've got different levels of knowledge about you. So when you start to plan out your content, I want you to think about the different people and where they are in their knowing of knowing of the problem and their buying cycle. Am I ready to buy? Is this a real pain point for me? Can I get the course now? Can I purchase now and solve this problem? So really speaking to each of those people in different ways can help you guide them along to find you as their solution. Now I talk about this loads more in Play Big Brand Bold. It's a really big topic, um, but I think that it's really important to be able to understand your messaging and how you nail it. 
Tip number six, build your content strategy around your marketing strategy. Now, if you're out there saying, well, Susan, I don't have a marketing strategy, then how do you know when you're promoting certain products and services? I assume that you're in business. I assume you've got products and services. Uh, so how are you actually promoting those and how are you using your content to do it? Because you obviously want to be using the free channels so that you can be connecting with the right people and they, they can be finding out more about you and how you can help them. Also, if you don't have a marketing strategy, how do you know what you're spending? So how do you know what content to share so that you're supporting the things you want to sell at specific times? Now, there may also be those out there that are just saying, well, I just give content to give and that's great. But if I asked you, would you like to create content that gets you business or do you just want to create content that people like but they don't do anything with, which would it be? You want to get business from the effort, the time, the knowledge and everything you're putting into it or do you just want it to kind of be out there and it's just a nice to have? So if you're not building a content strategy around your marketing strategy, then once again, I feel like you're missing an opportunity. Tip number seven is make life easy and build your content strategy around your content pillars. So content pillars are the key topics that sit around your core message. I talk about this a lot when it comes to building your brand. Your core message is what you want to be known for. So my core message is play big brand bold. It's about being super confident in what you're putting out there, your marketing message and branding in a way that you love so much you can't help but talk about. So I talk about confidence, business structure and strategy, branding and marketing and creating epic brand experiences. So that's my core message and those are my content pillars. So what's your core message and your content pillars that you can focus on when you're planning your content and you're putting it out there? So that if somebody asks somebody else, what is your business about? They're really clear. They know exactly what you talk about. You talk about whatever it is, graphic design, uh, websites, marketing, copy, whatever it is that you focus on. Tip number eight is do what you find easy. So this comes with a little caveat as well. I used to hate writing, <laughs> but I've done so much of it now that I actually don't mind it. And I find that I can actually get my thoughts out a lot easier sometimes when I'm writing as well. So it may just take some time for you to really hone your skill and get into the groove. Things like video, I learned and I loved it. Things like podcasting, I learned and I loved it. You know, if you go back and I'll put the link uh, in the show notes as well, the Lazy Girl's Guide to Starting a Podcast, you know, it was really about trial and error, but I found something that I loved. So I do find podcasting easier. So that's where I've decided to focus my content at the moment. But I'm also at times writing blogs on these podcasts too from an SEO perspective and for people who might want to read it instead of listen to it. So if you don't like creating the content, then you'll struggle to keep it going. And that kind of goes back to one of our earlier tips about being consistent. So our last two tips for building a great content strategy is tip number nine, give yourself themes. I used to have January was branding, February was marketing, March was brand experience. 
It meant that the blogs I wrote, the social media creative, the Facebook lives were all on the one topic, but broken down into bite-sized chunks. You don't have to give it all away in one go. People like to digest bite-sized chunks. So think about how you can do that quickly and easily as well. Remember, this doesn't have to be mammoth. I'm trying to give you quick ways for you to create something that can really give you a bit of longevity, consistency, uh, and focus when it comes to your business. Tip number 10 is be planned and then go with the flow. So this kind of comes back to my whole theory around business needs to be fun. So the other week I totally lost my Insta mojo and I just went with it. I hadn't scheduled content. I was buried under amount of projects and work and clients. And so I just let it go. I wasn't going to stress myself out about it. So if you can be on target with your content 80% of the time, then hey, I am saying well done. If you plan ahead, batch and create, then you're more likely to be able to stick with that. But When it's hard and life gets tough or busy, don't beat yourself up. Just go with the flow. No one will die if you don't post your video, podcast or blog. But consistency is a key to building your brand. So those are my 10 tips for you on how you can be more strategic when you are creating content for your business. And I hope that that really helped. If you've got any comments or questions, just let me know. Um, I would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this, then leave a comment or a review in iTunes. I would love you to do that. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at the connection exchange underscore or on Facebook at Suzanne Chadwick TCX until next time have an awesome week and remember it is your time you have what it takes to play big and brand bold